Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, hello everyone. Welcome. Welcome to Nobody Panic. Could you just pop, um, could you just pop in here for a minute? Oh my god, what? What's going to happen? Yeah, okay. I just need to have quite a difficult conversation with you. I don't want to have one because I haven't listened to this episode yet. Well, okay. How about you listen and then pop back at the end and see if you feel better. Okay. Also, just even even then, just saying it, I felt very tense. Yeah, me too. Can you pop in here for a second? Oh my Blech. god, no, I won't pop in there. Blech. Then you have to be like, yeah, yeah, sure. And you, have to, you, have to, you automatically you go more casual and like, oh yeah. God, fine. Pop in. I could. I mean, I'm just jumping if you need. I'll pop in. I'll pop in. I'll pop of course, right. yeah. How's it going? Are you all right? Love your blouse. Ah! Ah! Yeah, I don't know if you've noticed, but this episode is how to have difficult conversations in a good way. It was a suggestion. We've had a, we've had it from a few people. I guess all of you are out there trying to have difficult conversations. You got bad housemates. You got bad bosses. But you also, got bad people at work. Do you not think though that I wouldn't say I have any friends now in my life? <laughs> no, I agree. <laughs> that. I am stressed by that I have to put up with. I also um, no longer work in places like, you know, when I used to work in kitchens or work in as a waitress or even work in, in offices where you're like, okay, that person's difficult, but I have to deal with it. Like I work by myself. I only surround myself with people that I like. Mm-hmm. And yet I still have to have difficult conversations because it feels like living and going through life, it doesn't matter if it's, you know, if you're really happy and doing really well or having a great time and you love everybody difficult conversations will have to happen and if they're not happening ever that is possibly because you're avoiding them <laughs> do you not think yeah of course life mm. is uh, life is hard it's a series of difficult join us next week life is life is a compromise but before we get into the difficult conversations and we will be talking with this sort of tone of voice yeah to um, keep it calm just to keep it to calm keep you just and so how do you how do you feel about that Okay. Very passive aggressive, which is one of the things you should not do. What adult thing? What's the most adult thing you've done this week? Tessa, it's a fun featurette. Get on board. Daffodils. Okay. And And yours? Mine. The daffodils are back in the supermarket. Have you bought some? They are a pound. Mm -hmm. And if you wait till the end of the day, they are 10p. And you bought some 10p good daffos? Oh, yes. (gasps) Pop them in a little vase? Pop them in a little vase. Oh, and you think, oh, they're not going to last the night. You wake up in the morning, oh, baby, there they are. That's lovely. Opened up. Get the ones that are closed because then you have the magic of them opening. Oh, my God, the next morning. And it's like they've said hello to you. Honestly, I was walking home with the daffodils under my arm Mm. and I was like, hello, am I Audrey Tattoo? Hello? (laughs) Is that who I'm thinking of? Yeah. Emily? A pound? You cannot get a nicer bit 
you can't get a nicer bit of life. I can't <laughs> think of a better thing for you to spend a pound on. Than some daffos. Than some daffos, especially because they always get reduced at the end of the day. I was thinking of buying some and just stick with me, artificial, oh, sunflowers. Because okay. there's some good ones, good ones online. Certainly. And they're very happy. And wait, didn't you get artificial sunflowers? Yeah. Yeah. I love that as your adult thing. That's very nice and very just spring. Do you know? Yeah. Spring. A pound. A pound spring. Mine is that last weekend was, I think, everybody I know was birthday. And a lot of it was, you know, like now, in the old days, it mm. would be like everyone would do a Facebook event for their birthday. Mm. I'm not saying I like Facebook events. The reason is I... I don't go on Facebook anymore, really. So they're actually completely useless to me. Someone had done a Facebook event. I hadn't seen it. So then on like the Thursday, I got a message being like, oh, it's it's so-and-so's birthday. And I was like, oh, right. Well, I, mu- I must pop in. That'd be really nice. And then one of my best mates was like, sent me this, one of those things being like, so we'll all be there from like 4 p.m. on Saturday. And I was like, what's this? And she's like, oh, I sent you a WhatsApp. Oh, it didn't send. So I was like, Okay, so that's two birthdays on the, on the Saturday, but that's fine. I'll, the uh, first one was quite late. Second one, earlier, fine. Third person is like, um, oh, I forgot to put you on the list uh, for, for, for my birthday because I text people and I think your text didn't work. You, I must have been underground or something. I don't care for the reason. Suddenly I've gone from being like, can't wait for this Saturday where I'm just going to, I don't know, have a bath, eat a cucumber, mm. let's think, of what I, what I could be doing. Now I'm, I've got three birthdays in, on one day, and then the day after um, was another person's birthday. So I had four birthdays. Oh, yeah, sorry, on the Friday there was another birthday. God, we're, Lord. We're talking a five-birthday weekend. Now, That's too many. It's too many, but there is this thing, and I actually think on this very podcast about maybe a couple of years ago, you may hear us saying things like this quite a lot, it's very cool now to make to set to, to be like oh i love it when i make plans with someone and then they cancel before i get to cancel mm-hmm. and I, I can we all know the feeling and lord knows it does feel good but i think it's gone a bit too far so that people are actually quite flaky now and people use this kind of like oh it's socially acceptable to just be like oh i'm not going to any of the things mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. i found myself slipping into that and also i had that done to me quite a few times where like over a week suddenly everyone cancelled on me on the last minute anyway so I was like, no, I'm going to do all the birthdays. I'm doing literally all five birthdays. Good for you. I did all five birthdays. And I think maybe two years ago, we would have said staying in and self-care and that's too many birthdays. That's the adult thing to do. I'm going full circle. And Great. I think it's actually more adult to show up because you can... I didn't get to obviously stay late to all of them because they were one after the other and I would have died. But like, I didn't drink at the first one. Drank like one lovely gin and t- very. I picked a gin. I had a Tanqueray and, and tonic for the second one. And You're then, really painting a picture here. We're re- really in deep in yeah. this tale. Then the third one was at a pub in Knightsbridge. If anyone not in London, it's the most expensive area in the whole of London. It's ridiculous. Went to a pub and my friend was like, oh, I've been drinking this uh, this this red red wine. I'm like, let's get a bottle. The bottle was £60, but I was too nervous to say no. So I was like, absolutely, that seems legit. And it was delicious wine, but I drank like a bottle of red wine and was smashed. But that was okay because it was the last one, you know? Mm. Next morning, had a, li- a little lion, off we are again. And to be honest, I was absolutely exhausted <laughs> after the three days. But it was really nice because I felt like, you know, I'd spent time with friends. I hadn't done the easy thing, which is to feel guilty and sit at home because there were too many birthdays. You can actually fit them in if you try. And that's, that's my adult thing. so good of you. Thank you. I really respect that because there is nothing worse than flakiness. Yeah, there really it isn't. It is the 2020 curse. And, and I do it. And I yeah, don't don't leave your friends hanging. Be there to support. I saw a tweet the other day. Uh, my favourite thing is to see a tweet and th- when it's on the early days 
of likes. And you know it's going to go I know, big. and I say, that'll go viral. And then I press like. <laughs> and then, and then I, you think that you possibly helped And I did, and then I, po- I come back a day later, and lo, 60,000 likes. Oh my. It was, uh, here's a good idea for an app. It's called Cancelled. And if you have plans, if you press cancel and the other person press cancel, then uh, like a, a pop, uh, like a firework goes off and your plans are cancelled. Right. But yes. only if both of you press cancel. But if you press cancel and they don't, the other person never knows. That's, yeah, I mean, that's not bad, is it's it? It's good, isn't it? It's, it's bad. It, 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 it helps it helps with what is a bad part of culture but we're not going to get rid of it because it's the culture is, of flaking is there because of whatsapp and because of like so if you can't get rid of it get something to help it i'm quite into it i just like the idea of like you know you don't it, then it's not, it's not sending the message anybody. saying like can we cancel because then i was like, yeah. well, fuck, like well, well but to both of you cancel oh, oh nice. the fireworks nice. go off the fire- i think it's delicious it does feel like fireworks and i stand by that if everyone had cancelled their birthdays i probably would have had a nice weekend sure but i had a but nice also, weekend anyway there might be people listening who are like five birthdays in a weekend i yeah. dream of that oh i, my God, I haven't yes. even had there won't even be five birthdays all year you yeah. know and, th- and they were really fun and also i saw loads of people that I wouldn't have seen and had such great chats and they were all really different yeah. and you know I, I've never gone I very rarely go to a friend's birthday and then leave being like I oh, wish I hadn't gone to that it's always the opposite it's always like oh it was nice to see there'll them. be a time really where you was. don't have any friends Stevie so oh god let's get in there so difficult conversations I have um, a checklist mm. well first of all let's discuss Uh-oh. the difficult conversations no I have a checklist Tessa okay <laughs> difficult well, conversations I'm derailing your no, difficult conversation of course it's very good a uh, housemate it was a lot of fun but um, made a lot of dull <laughs> <laughs> Every night. What a difficult conversation to have. I'm so sorry. You are making too much dal. So well, that's the thing. How, the, the, just the sheer amount of lentil is actually really upsetting me. Yeah. No, it's less the amount of lentil and more the amount of pans involved in the dal. Okay, so I think what we're, time. what we're doing is um, a housemate that overtakes the kitchen rather than a housemate so, that makes sure, a lot sure, of sure. dal. Sure, sure, sure. Because sure, I sure. would say other difficult conversations, you know, things like breaking up with somebody. Yeah. Or, or not even that like bringing up a topic that might be difficult oh my friend recently told my boy told my boyfriend no told their own boyfriend that they should possibly think about therapy imagine someone just told my boyfriend you should get therapy get every therapy. man listening you need to go to therapy yes and if you're like that can't be for me yes it is it's for you because all to the, therapy and it's not a sexist thing it's just that most most when, girls have already gone to therapy, therapy and they are more receptive <laughs> to the idea they are like if you said to a girl i think you should try therapy they're like oh, i know i've been thinking about it and i just um, the, it'll the, be a money thing a money or a, bit of time or a person or... i want to find someone i like a man will say like i don't like therapy, therapy. Or, or like oh yeah i just think therapy's for me because i went one time and the woman i didn't really agree with it's like that's not that's just one woman don't go that's just you've just had yeah. therapy with one woman yeah we had Shop one for five minutes and i think i'm done Yes. No, no, no. Go so, to therapy. Yes, go to therapy. But say you have to have, you, you, wanna, you, you want to bring up something massive with a person like or that you know is a, a real touchstone for them. I don't know if anyone follows Am I, I the Arsehole? Oh, yes. On Reddit. Yes. And on Twitter, it's like relationship texts or something. AITI. I've been following it for maybe a year. Didn't know what AITA stood for. No. But thrilled to find out. Mm. Am I the arsehole? And, it will, and it'll be people's, you know, having a crisis. And it's always like, um, am I the arsehole for stopping my mother-in-law um, wearing her own wedding dress to my wedding? Yeah. They'll always be like, absolutely no, batshit. Yes. Uh, yeah. My, I, I tried to do a sexy thing for my boyfriend. He played an online Grand Theft Auto game for four hours and then woke me up when I was asleep and said, could we have sex? I shouted yes, at him, A-I-T-A? <laughs> like, yes, you are the arsehole, I'm afraid. No, yeah, absolutely. I think there's so many different types of conversations. We, we have also, by the way, we probably won't go into breakups as much, but we do have a how to 
cope with a breakup. Mm-hmm. How to we've got how to cope when your heart gets thrown down some stairs as the debrief podcast, and we've also got how to cope with a breakup in as nobody panic as well. Mm-hmm. So have, have a listen to that. But yes, any at work as well. If someone's not performing well, you have to let someone go. I had to let someone go recently. Can you imagine? Who? Well, exactly. I just found someone on the street and fired them <laughs> just to try it out. As in part as part of your like team. Uh, uh, on, yeah, on a project. I know, uh, no, an accountant. an accountant go. Yeah, that's very interesting. I was absolutely. I made myself physically sick for a mm. week at the thought of it, and then I did it. And well, well, we'll discuss it. We'll see if it's fine. See how I did with your checklist. So okay, yes, I'm ready. There is a lady called Judy Ringer. She's the author of a book called very powerfully "Turn Enemies into Allies: The Art of Peace in the Workplace." Oh yes, please. But we use lots of her tips, or one can use lots of her tips in the workplace for greater life Mm -hmm. never forget the how to start a project and i just screamed about project management um absolutely so here are some things before going into the conversation you need to ask yourself okay so you've got this difficult conversation so let's say it's something a little bit more emotive actually something that happened with me not recently but you know geologically recently (laughs) in the last decade i had a difficult situation with a with a friend of mine who I who, who I thought had acted very very hurtfully towards me to do with like a work thing, and um, she like fully did not see how possibly that I could possibly be upset about it. But I, so it was so I, there was very like heightened emotion. Was it me? It was Tessa, and we still haven't really got over it. <laughs> this is this it is why now. I'm doing this podcast to really build up to this moment. Okay, here we go. I just tell Tessa why she's a cow. No, what did I my do? friend is not a cow at all. It's just she just we just approach things differently. And what I found to be very hurtful, she didn't, and so that makes the conversation difficult because it's me being like. I am upset by what you. Please, can you acknowledge I'm upset? You know, very hard business. But you can use these um, Here we go, Judy. tips. So number one, the thing to ask yourself is, and I know it sounds obvious, but what is your purpose for having the conversation? What do you hope to accomplish? So in my instance, it was to let my friend know that I just, th- I, that I thought her behaviour wasn't great. I still want to be her friend. And I also would want her, her in the future to maybe think a little bit more kindly towards me. For example, so it says here very interestingly, you may think you have honourable goals like educating an employee or, you know, increasing a connection. But actually, when you de- really deep think about it, really deep think about it, you might find that your language could be like excessively critical or condescending. And actually what you really want is you are emotionally you want revenge or you want them to feel bad. Mm. And it's very, very, it's a very fine line because there's a di- real difference between saying, for example, um, I just think, you know, we, we've been having some, some tr- troubling times and you're really struggling with something. So maybe try therapy because therapy can really help and I think you should go to therapy because you're mental like do you know what I mean same, you're basically saying the same yes, thing yes I think if, so if the objective what do you want from this conversation if the objective is just for them to go to therapy mm. then you don't need to bring up any of your reasons why or like you don't unless need, it helps them see exactly if the yeah. objective is like let's just stay focused on the goal like me you don't want to hurt them no you're but, not trying to show them that they're, how, how terrible they are as a partner or a friend yeah I like um, not needing an accountant I I was like, I could say all these reasons why they're not very good at their job, mm. but I, the objective is merely just to part ways. Oh, very and strong. And so therefore yeah. it was just, you don't need thank to. you so much, but we, I don't need you going forward. You yes, know? and then if they ask You've been amazing, why, thank you. And then, if, and then if they had, I said to myself, if they argue with me or mm. say like, 
why? Then I will say, all of X, Y, Z. But they didn't. They were like, okay, no, of course, no problem. Goodbye. Absolutely. And I was like, great. I'm so glad I didn't get overly emotional and aggressive and like say all these reasons. Yeah. The objective was simply to part ways. To part ways, The objective yeah. was simply to get us, encourage them to go to therapy. In which case it's like, what's the nicest, best, calmest, cleanest way? Yeah. Because you're so right. So many things, when I think about like conversations, so much is wrapped up in emotional revenge. Massively, especially because you're annoyed that your accountant has done this and this and this. And you could very easily be like, oh, look, I'm educating them so, so they don't do this to other what people. What we all want but is not. like an omniscient judge. To be like, good work. <laughs> to be like, it was you, Stevie's in the right. Yeah. I have yes. looked at all the evidence. Yes. You just, yeah, you, we crave that. Just yeah. somebody to know that we're in the right. If you want to part ways in the most unamicable way possible, you have to ask yourself why. Ask yourself why. And mm. it's because you want someone to shout, Stevie is right. From Stevie is right. Like I'll the, do it for you. The too I'll much doll in the kitchen issue. If the objective <laughs> is simply, could there be less doll in the kitchen? <laughs> <laughs> then... <laughs> Sorry, yes. <laughs> then it's just like, what is the cleanest, quickest way of getting to that? And it's... Um, could you could, use less pots? Could we work out a way to, on these days, can I have the kitchen? Or can we work out a way yeah. to, you know, only use these pans? Or is it possible to do this? It doesn't have to be like, you don't have to Stop bring it... Stop using doll, you horrible woman. Yeah, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be an emotional drama. Or like if your housemate yeah. is constantly waking you up or whatever... It doesn't have to be, I need you to know you're in the wrong. What you, you need is just them to stop waking you up. 100%. And so, oh my God. I feel, I feel free. And also I'm so aware of how many things I emotional revenge is. I'm the same, yeah. It's very, very difficult. It's Yeah, I mean, even the reason that I dropped the... Uh, there are relatives the, I like have daydreams about arguing with. Oh yeah, oh God, I think that's fine. It's just as long as you're not doing it like to them, fine. Oh God, I do as well. I have like full-blown arguments with myself in the kitchen, but it's not with myself, it's with the person before I ever have to talk to anybody. Again, then I've got it out. And then it's like, when I speak to them, I can be like the higher person because I know what I said was mm. actually very cutting in the kitchen. Yeah, in the oh. shower. Oh, I've said some things in the shower. I wouldn't want my mother to know. Good <laughs> Lord. But also I dropped my example of my friend because I was like, oh, I was too emotional <laughs> immediately. Um, so I, you May know, I just say, because I'm swearing so much in the shower, not because I'm sh- arguing with my mother in the shower. Oh, absolutely. No one thinks you're arguing with Debbie. No, thank you. Because I've got, we're very... Um, close. Cl- close. Yeah, very close. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. So, checklist number two. Already on n- number but already two. I feel, honestly, I feel fixed. Go on, number um, two. Oh, I mean, also, I think some of these will, um, we've like t- actually touched on them in the previous one. But you have to ask yourself, what assumptions are you making about this person's intentions? So you might feel very intimidated. You could feel belittled. You could feel betrayed, ignored, disrespected, all of those things. But you have to be very cautious in assuming that that's what that person meant mm, to do. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so crucial, especially for me. The amount of times I've been like, and I'm glad that I did it because I, you know, I, I, I kind of at least started a, a discussion and a conversation. But I've been like, look, you, you've done this, and I don't quite understand why, and it's really upset me. And I know it's because I did this and I did this, but and they've been like, that's not how it is at all. Mm. You know, it's for this reason, and then it's made loads of sense. And I've been like, I'm sorry, I've shown my low self-esteem to you, yes, and now I look like a baby crying, and it's very, it's very real to you in the moment. But that is again because of the emotions. So once, yeah, once you've figured out what you want from the conversation, you have to look at do do I do I honestly beyond all reasonable doubt believe that this person has intended to make me feel that way mm-hmm. and if they haven't then you can come into the conversation being like I know you didn't intend for this but this is just how I've reacted to it and so in future can we not or you know so it would be more helpful if we did it this way or whatever so then then they know why you're why you've brought this to them it's not just like a cat with a dead bird being like this is my dead bird. It's like, well, I'm a cat and unfortunately I saw the bird and you might not like the fact that I brought you this bird, but look, I'm a cat. So could you pretend it's nice? Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. So all the intentions are all over the what, place. Uh, could you name a... Um, a bird. A, no, a villain. <laughs> a, a villain for, uh, from um, the movies. A villain? Any villain? Uh, but... the, the most pure villainous villain. No. No, no one. Well, I'm thinking the Joker, and then I'm like, well, I just saw Joker, and he's like, obviously got a lot going on. Although that is an actual proper Joker, Heath Ledger in the Joker, he's quite good because he doesn't have any backstory. So you're like, I guess you're just evil and want the world. Right, that's to burn. perfect. That's absolutely perfect. Okay, great. Yeah, because I was for? thinking of um, Ratcliffe from um, uh, Pocahontas. Oh, the horrible yeah, man. Badly, but then comes- I was like, but really, what does he want? Like, he probably had a bad childhood and he, like, wants to finally have some ownership and claim something and get this gold. And, he's, like, he's, he's um, a victim of toxic masculinity. Absolutely right. Mm. Or, like, um, Gaston. Like, the man. <laughs> oh, Gaston is the best. Like, he's. He eats so many eggs. He's like- not just a pure baddie who's out, just, you know, he's going to fuck things up, but, like, not just to fuck things up. He's, yeah. you, you just got in his way on his journey to do something else. The Joker, Heath Ledger's The Joker is perfect because you are like, what does he want? What's this for? though what's this in aid of who cares in terms of intention no my point was um that even though you're like this person fucked me over this person's done this this doesn't maliciously has made my life a living hell they probably did not do it for any of the reasons that you think they aren't just cruel nobody truly is an evil person is a truly evil person who sets out just to do awful i mean there are psychopaths in the world sure yeah but But your housemate is probably not one and if you give them the space rather than you saying I know you've done this because of your terrible childhood. Yeah. But if you say, I just want to understand why you did yes. this. Because then that that will help me and it'll help our relationship. And it'll yeah, help and then truly give them a space to answer that question. Mm. You might, you, as you're saying, you're like, oh, wow. I didn't know that was why. Mm. Wow. I'd, wow. I'd give it, wow. <laughs> I'd given <laughs> she you. She grew up and everyone was always like, you can't make doll. And now, and now I understand that she kitchen. just needs to express herself very aggressively with the doll. Mm, mm-hmm. And... Uh, 
yeah and then maybe she'd be like oh i did not i didn't realize that this was happening you know yeah. but if we begin it at a war zone mm. and i or if i retaliate doll to doll oh you my know, god then, you go doll to doll with her um, i mean like, like, like a doll off yeah exactly <laughs> Wait, what's that you know but not, well it has achieved like a lot of doll and if you like doll, certainly it's well we've got it. a lot <laughs> but that's the only example in which going head to head or doll to doll will work yes lovely lovely um okay number three have a little check-in of um, which buttons of yours are being pushed. And think very objectively, are you mm. more? Are you being more emotional than the situation warrants? Have a look at your own backstory, as it were. What is it about this that has, to use a very overused word, triggered you? Is it something that somebody has done in the past? So yeah. are you bringing that to this? Yes. Um, is anything else clouding it? And often when you're in the heat of the moment, you're like, no, it's just this. But if you are very, very emotional, it's not the time to have that conversation. You just have to give it even just sleeping on it or even just having a nap and waking up and then doing it. Like it's so much better to take yourself slightly away mm. so you can analyze and then you can come to the conversation at least because if you don't know the outcome of from somebody else, at least you know how you feel and why why this has upset you. And also you you may look back and be like, okay, there's, there's nothing. This is just an objectively really not very nice thing that's happened or this is a thing that just has to happen. And also, especially if you're having a conversation like, I think you should go to therapy, there's less of your backstory coming in there. It will be more your experience and why mm. you think that that person could be helped. But bit of backstory, you know, you might have gone to therapy and it might have helped you. You may have been with a past partner who didn't go to therapy who really needed to and that ruined your relationship you know many different things could you might have ju just seen joker and been like everyone needs a lot of therapy like mm. you, it, it could be anything so just to check in with yourself as to i suppose that like um my mother-in-law wants to wear a wedding dress to my wedding which is a, oh, there's a lot of backstory going on there with her yeah so much and so i think the bride in that situation rather than just being like no and why would you want to ruin my life mm. which is how you feel mm. it's so obvious that this is obviously not an acceptable thing to do to say like I would love to be the star on my own wedding day mm -hmm. and I would love to be the only one wearing a wedding dress. I'd love to understand why you also yes. want to wear a wedding dress. And is there a way that we can compromise so you still, still feel, feel really great and, and wonderful, but maybe it's not why or let us let me understand why. Yes. Let and me understand why. How, how many wars do. do you think could be solved with let me understand? Let me understand why. No one like no one asks anyone that in, in power. No, we even, and if we do, we do, like you said, be like, I know you've done this because because you think you're mental <laughs> because i know you've done this because you're mental and i know you've done this because you think i'm too pretty and you're like that's oh, not it this is dreadful yeah don't, also yeah as well like this is actually this isn't in the checklist but this is just like a sidebar is that and i do it when like somebody is trying to tell you something quite like poignant or whatever and they leave a gap don't try and fill it in <laughs> like, right and, you know, and they're like and so like I, I just couldn't I, I can't i feel really bad socializing because and then you go like you're really shy or bad at it? And they're like, no. That's oh, the situation. My yeah. friend once came in the room uh, at a family gathering and went, oh my God, that went absolutely terrible with Uncle Colin. And her dad went, oh, did you make a bad joke? And she was like, no. And he was like, was he rude about your dress? And she was like, N no. And then he just kept going. And then she was like, don't guess. Don't guess all the things that he was horrid about. Yeah. And it turned out to be none of those things at all. But by which point her dad had said like all the things. She, that he it, hates her shoes. He hates Was her, he about the shoes was again? Was pale, pasty skin? Said no, you were, no. Yeah, well, you're too pasty again. You're too pasty again. Yeah. Don't guess. Ghost. Don't guess. And also like, leave the oh god leave gaps in the conversation that's fine god i fill gaps all the time and i've got friends that speak for, i've got two two friends I, I hang out with now quite regularly and they speak really slowly and like thoughtfully and it's for the first few times of speaking to them it was absolutely infuriating i just wanted to fill in everything and be mm. like come on 
on, let's get to the end. But now it's actually really soothing. Yeah, and, and, be, and train yourself to be a good, to let them keep going. Yeah. And like, you know, because there'll be a pause and you'll be like, is it me? Is it me now? Is it me? It's me. It's not you. It's not you. Often but, not you. And people will fill that. People will keep going if you yeah. leave them that space. Absolutely. So number four is then obviously like taking those previous things. How is that attitude that you have toward the conversation influencing your perception of it? And if you think it's going to be very difficult to do, yeah, it involves you like removing yourself completely, it probably will be. But if you truly believe that whatever happens, some good will come of it, that will likely be the case. If you go into it thinking, this is going to be a shitstorm, it will be because you've gone into it with a very defeatist. So all of your responses and any way that you become emotional in that conversation is going to sort of like be predetermined by how you were like, well, she's not going to listen. I'm not going to, I'm going to get defensive. She's going to get defensive. It's going to be pointless. So then you'll just be like, oh, well, there we go. And you'll get, you'll give up and yeah. you won't be as calm. So look at all of those things that you've just found out, like how you feel, the buttons that you're pressing, what you want to get out of it and make sure that you are, overall essentially positive about the outcome you want a positive outcome you believe that that will happen because if you don't there's you may still have to have conversations where you think it's going to be bad for example if you let someone go at work it's not going to end in a positive way but you can go into it being like I'm going to make this as easy as possible. I really hope that I can, they'll understand the reasoning or that they won't be as upset as I think that they might be or that I can maybe help them to, I don't know, have get, find other options, like give them a great reference or like think, you know what I mean? Like mm. try and be as positive as you can in, in the situation. And then uh, the final one, which I think is very good, is how have you contributed to, to the problem and mm. how's the other person? Mm. So always be accountable where you can it's very unlikely especially if it's like a relate a friendship or a relationship and it's not as clear as like the big boss says i have to let you go that you have a part to play like i found in uh, the last kind of couple of big discussions i've had with a friend is that i found that weirdly i've been bringing a real like i have a piece of shit energy to the friendship so that then that makes me feel immediately like oh not, not important submissive yeah in a way like not not important the subordinate subordinate and the little shit pauper the, sorry little little tiny little like tiny tim and then that means that i bring that vibe into everything so that i perceive everything to be different to how it actually is because i've been like oh god but i'm obviously not as good as you so that that's where we're at and she's like that's not that is never what I've thought, and this is very unhelpful. So, I, if I'd have known that going in, and if if, if I'd, have, which I kind of should have done, to be like, oh, I have a tendency to do that, then the conversation could have been so much nicer. It was nice, but like, it would have been less emotionally raw and stressful mm. for me. So, yeah, there's, those are Judy's. That's such a nice thing because I think a lot of the conversations we've been discussing are like, um, I have been wronged. Mm. I have been wronged and now I must address this with somebody. But it's also possible to be like, I have I have wronged. Yeah. I fucked up here and now I need to have this difficult conversation with somebody. Yes. And that's one of the most difficult conversations I think you can ever have is admitting you've done something wrong, wrong to somebody. I think that's really hard. So if you are doing that, then yeah, you can apply all of those. The things to are yourself. all the same, which is like, what do I actually need the outcome of this conversation to be? And it is the person knowing what I've done and the person knowing that I am sorry. And if yeah. I'm not sorry, then I guess pretend a bit carry on but like if you're not if you're truly not sorry then I guess it's also worth understanding why you're not sorry yeah <laughs> like you have to do go through all those those same things to be like why has this happened and and ask yourself those like understand why have you done this yeah and being clear about like what is my 
what is it that I want from this? And is it, do I want forgiveness? And do I want to be able to get away scot-free with what I've done here? And yeah. the heavens just say, you are forgiven, Stevie. Yeah. But is it that I have just this person to know what I've done and to and know that, that I'm sorry? Enough, and that fine. is probably, you can't, you can't trick forgiveness out of the conversation because yeah. it's so easy to, you know, to cry and to make up why you are the good guy in this situation. But if you can be brave and be like, nope, I put my hands I'm up in the wrong. and I want you to know I'm sorry and that's all I can take from this conversation. It's such a braver position to take. Stance, yeah. Um, and, uh, but, and in terms of the conversation itself, Judy had like a couple of things which was just like about how there is a good way to go into it. The first step of like having a difficult co a conversation is to ask a question, mm -hmm. is, to, is to inquire as to how things look, look on like from their perspective so if i suppose if it was like the you need to go to, to do therapy it'd be like how are you feeling at the moment like how are you feeling over the last few months like how you know and then and then let them talk and actually listen, listen. and that's 100 percent. oh my god 100 percent. got to listen because you'll don't be waiting to be like i think you should go to therapy yeah <laughs> like you want to be like very receptive to what they're saying because they might then give a really great reason as, as to why they maybe actually don't you you might go well maybe they don't need therapy. Yeah. They, they seem to be talking a lot to lot, lots of different people or maybe they're actually dealing with it a lot, a lot better than i thought or actually the problem i thought is something else and then the and then, and then acknowledgement showing that you've completely understood what they've said to understand what they had have like responded to with so if that is they've made a mistake or they've acted in a specific way doesn't matter if you disagree with it you need to acknowledge that yeah you can see why they've done that and then the uh, crucial um tip at the end is all difficult conversations every single one of them should have this element at the end which is problem solving so whether that is you you are in the wrong or they are in the wrong if you're in the wrong then you are the one to instigate it so i think like here's some ways that maybe we can solve it. You hopefully, if you're in the wrong and you've brought it to them, you beforehand think of some things that you can suggest and offer, but also ask them for help. So you're not just being like, I don't think wrong, bye. You're like, I just would really like your help on this. Like, mm -hmm. how can I do better? How can this not happen again in the future or whatever? And then if it's them or they've done something wrong or you're trying to get someone to do something or whatever, you have to make it feel like because it is a two-person like a brainstorming session yeah. it's not you being like so I think this and this because I've done loads of research I googled it it's like not helpful not helpful um, you have to very much ask them uh, what they think might work and listen and then draw up uh, whatever you th comes out so that the conversation has you, you just have a difficult conversation and then leave you both feel like something has moved on mm -hmm. so th there was a point to it and there was a there was a need a need there that has been met yes than. i think so much we we go into them thinking that we what we want is redemption or revenge mm. or or any of these other things or or really if you're really honest with yourself what you wanted was to have like an absolute blowout screaming match and yeah to, you needed to rant and you needed that, do that in the and, and then do, be honest with yourself about that rant elsewhere and mm. make this conversation about being like what is the objective of this thing yeah and, and accepting that like there is no redemption there is no moment where everyone says like oh you were right all along no there isn't you, I mean sometimes there isn't that's delicious but that might not happen here very serious chunk of podcast sorry well, but also I think maybe helpful I think so I think very helpful um I think um also like knowing you're you're getting your timing uh, right is oh my god yeah massive. don't do it you know don't pull don't pull people for a chat on a when you're drunk when you're drunk uh, and otherwise very pleasant time like if it's yeah, all at their wedding at their wedding not the moment <laughs> <laughs> you know any of these things like do pick your moment and do do it face to face like don't, yeah. if you're gonna if you are prepared to have this conversation like fucking have it don't have a post-it note oh, I email sometimes don't, that's really bad don't email because email for me feels like it's formal enough it's like 
Well, it's an email, so it's very important and serious. And I then, suppose in a work context, email is fine. Yes, um, but I'm not in a work context. Aren't I? Oh. <laughs> it's like uh, I'm sat next to them and I've emailed them being like, I think you should go to therapy. <laughs> it's not that. But yeah, I find like emotional things, because I write better than I speak. So I'm always like, oh, well, I'll be more articulate. But what I could do is just write it out and then say it down the phone. Or you know, Yes, that's, that's definitely an option. Mm. Someone's done that to me, actually. R- written an email and read it Set out. Read it out. Which is very idea. good and very brave of them. Yeah, that is good. Because and also they, you appreciate it through the side because you're like, well, they clearly care a lot and they put effort in to yeah. say this. Yeah, I, I was impressed. I was less impressed with what they'd done, what of the point course. of the uh, email was. Um, but have, you, have you ever had a PowerPoint? <laughs> a PowerPoint? No. A conversation? Okay, cool. Just just like seeing if, if that was like the next step up. Um, but I think I probably will just have to do face-to-face. A keynote. I have made a sexy PowerPoint once. Okay, we'll have to expand on that. But not today. I okay, shan't. Okay, great. I shan't. That'll be oh. a future episode, how to make a sexy PowerPoint. It was a sexy PowerPoint. Yes. Mm, I feel very, very grown up, do you know? Do you? Truly. It's interesting when you, because I felt the same when I was reading Judy's points. I felt it made me think about how I've dealt with stuff in the past. And obviously when you're younger, you deal with everything terribly. And then as you get older, you're like, yeah, I think, I think I've smashed it, but I still haven't. I still am too emotional. I still use, use email. And I still often don't think enough about what I've brought to the table mm. for this situation. But if you're having a, if you, if, if you have somebody that you think maybe like would, benefit from hearing these pearls of wisdom if you've got a friend who's just like not put like putting off a difficult conversation or you are i hope that this has been of some help please do like send it around and i feel like we should end on some sort of joke or i should like drop trow or something because it's quite do serious a quick moon no we're serious uh, women we are both fully nude while we've been recording oh, yeah, sorry, this we should, have said, we should have said at the start that wasn't clear um just to, like you know mm-hmm. i think it's just been a, a reflective it's been a reflective one it's a reflective time tessa big thank you to judy i mean she doesn't listen and uh, I hope all your future difficult conversations are done with panache and joy oh and self self acceptance and crucially fucking listen and stop making dull and <laughs> please do stop making dull see you next week see you next week bye, bye. imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time that's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Lucy Beaumont. And guess what? I'm Sam Campbell. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy our podcast. It's called Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brains. It, we have a podcast and uh, it might be, uh, I probably don't want to sound, um, you know, like I'm bragging. But it's dynamite. It is electric. It's high voltage. And please, we really need you to listen. You don't understand how much we need this. Is it on all the platforms? Oh, it absolutely is. But um, yeah, this one is coming. This one's out now. Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brands. <laughs>